When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. I almost confronted somebody right in the middle of the workout at the gym today, Anna. Why? Because they wouldn't stop yawning so loud. What? I didn't notice. So hmm. Jesse and I go to the I same notice. gym. Yeah. Uh, we work out sometimes together. So what? I didn't notice this. You ever been around somebody that does something excessive that nobody else does? You know, it's like they, we, we know certain people where it's just like they sneeze so hard and it's like, wow, was that necessary? Like, Are you geez, talking you just about me? To, no, I'd call you out <laughs> if I was talking about you. You do sneeze a lot, but it's yeah. not like super loud. Okay. Um, but you're around people like, Dang, are you like, trying to get attention? You. Yes. That's, all right. So you don't this, need to do that. So we're all tired at the gym. Anna didn't, me and Anna don't even speak to each other usually because we're so tired at the gym. Yeah, I think I say, part. hey. If that. It. Yeah. In the middle of the workout, the first five minutes of the workout, we're in this small little gym area. It's like, you know, 50 by 50. It's a small little room. Yeah. And somebody over the music, I kept hearing, <laughs> and the first time I was like, <laughs> Literally thought to myself, was that necessary? Like, we, you can yawn without making noise. <laughs> Anna, they did it two or three more times. Dude, what? <laughs> 20 on the other side of the gym. Oh, would you like me to describe the person? It was, I want to um, know. So it wasn't two... the person behind you. Oh, no. I know who was behind no, you. No, no, no. Was no. it a male or female? Male. Yeah. Okay. Left side of the gym. You and I were in the right. They Closer were on the far the mirror, left side. Or farther from the mirror. All the way near the big movie screen on the wall. Oh, there. Yeah. I don't know if I know that person. <laughs> just kept yawning. And I just I wanted to be like, like, can you not do that so loud? Like, we're all tired. And now you're just reminding me that I'm tired because you're yawning. Like, keep it to yourself. And this isn't the only thing I've wanted to call people out for recently at the gym. Oh. I'm going there, Anna. Oh, you know this story. Sure. Oh, well, I agree. Let me just say with the yawning. It's, I didn't hear it, so that's mm. crazy. But you ahead. will now. Uh, there's somebody at the gym that likes to sing. It's awful, and it's like sing and and tell jokes to other people, and it's like stop singing, stop <laughs> rapping. We are working out, and I'm like the fact that you're able to rap that entire verse of it's that song, Macklemore. Macklemore, <laughs> you can rap. The entire verse. The return of <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Let me get some. So it's a Macklemore song and it comes on frequently while we're working out at the gym and there, there is a rapping part of it. The song gets you hyped. This, yeah. Okay. Hold wait. on. <laughs> no, it's not this. It's the. Okay. 
Yeah, we're working out, and there's somebody next to me that's supposed to be doing like push-ups or something. <laughs> Just like, how? How do you have the oxygen in your lungs? And I'm like, dude, stop it. And I just want to, at some point, Anna, I'm going to look over at this person that's rapping during our workouts and be like, how are you doing this? I will. Are you not more worn out? I'm going to be super passive aggressive about it too. If you confronted that person, I would be on your side because I've also thought about it. When And you have to think, while we're working out, we're, <laughs> we're lifting the weights. And so the anger is getting, it's a yes. little bit more heated than normal. I'm like, you shut the hell up. Yes. Like, so I think it adds to it that I'm becoming angry as I'm lifting a weight or doing running in place or you know whatever. What this is? We need a lunk alarm. This is what Planet Fitness does. They That's whoop, they, whoop. Like the, yeah. This is the problem. It's not so much grunting and stuff. It's people singing and yawning very loudly. Can I tell <laughs> you something? I'm on your side about this, but today I was right next to you and you were I was grunting. Really grunting. You know why? I know. I thought about it too when I did it. I really thought about it because I was doing a leg workout and I was hating it. I was like, Just, I'm sorry. Jesse was, I've you heard never you hear grunt me. at the gym maybe once or twice, but today was, today was quite loud. If you hear it, I'm not having a good time. But guess what I wasn't doing? Singing. <laughs> Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. The old truth Jar. A lot of stories have come out of this thing, Anna. Uh, it's your turn to answer a question yeah. out of this truth jar. We have, it's all these pieces of paper folded up with questions on them, and we do take turns. It's your turn to answer the question. Here we go. Anna, if you could swap lives with a fictional character mm. for a day, who would it be? Mm. When I was a kid, I always wished that I could switch places with um, Wendy from Peter Pan. You know how Wendy's the girl that is Oh, I know Wendy. In, oh, okay. When she's the girl in the bedroom and then Peter Pan comes and like takes her away to Neverland mm -hmm. with her brothers. I was always kind of jealous of her and I thought that was so cool because first of all, Peter Pan was cute. Not so much in the animated version, but there was another version that came out when I was in like middle school and the guy's name was, um, let me see, uh, Jeremy Sumpter. Oh, he played Peter Pan, and I thought he was so hot. You had a crush on Peter Pan? <laughs> he had the biggest crush. And the fact that he came into, like, Wendy's bedroom and was like, let's go to Neverland, and took her away to Neverland, and they could just be kids forever and have fun and never grow up. Um, I thought that was so cool. And then when they were flying to Neverland, oh, yeah. like, he could make her fly Hold through on. the you sky. Can fly, you can yes. Fly, you can fly, you can fly. <laughs> We, we had the, um, I've never seen the uh, the animated Peter Pan for some reason. I don't know That's why. crazy. But for some reason, we had like the Broadway, the TV version from the 80s. And I do not remember the, I, the woman's name that played the role of Peter Pan. Ka maybe Kathy Rigby. It was an or, odd movie. I don't remember. But it was odd. But we watched it over and over <laughs> so did I. on VHS tape. And I think it's because it is magical. It's like she comes in that room and these kids are in their bedroom. But let's talk about, first of all, how weird that is. It's just some stranger comes in the room. Well, but, but he, it's, he's a kid. 
Okay. So they're all kids. It's just like a kid who's like, dude, come check out my secret, not just a fort, but I've got a secret land yeah, we can go it's to. It's called Never Never Land. And we'll never grow up. Um, and, and they start flying and they start jumping from the mantle to the other mantle and yes. on the beds. So we watched that a lot. Um, I did too. Captain Hook wasn't really scary, if I remember right. Um, oh, he always freaked me out. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought Captain Hook was freaky. He was the only part of that where I was like, well, if he could take his pirate ship elsewhere, it'd be pretty neat too. But usually Peter Pan played tricks on him and it mm. was fine. And then there's the whole idea of never growing up. My grandma, I used to tell her all the time, I don't remember this, but she always reminds me that when I was a kid, I would constantly tell her, I don't want to grow up. I don't want to grow up. And I got that from Peter Pan because oh. I thought, like, that's great. If I could just head on out to Never Never Land, I'll go ahead and do that. Do you ever see Hook? The movie yeah. Hook? I've seen so many variations of Peter Pan. I loved it. That's a good movie. The whole story. But Wendy also, she was, was she the only girl, I think? She so, was. So she was always the only girl. And I thought that was really cool, oh, too. That, like, just, the boys let her come boys. along. Yeah. That she was cool enough. All the boys were like. Wendy can come. And she was kind of the leader of the whole thing. So you wanted to be, you you liked that feeling of being cool? Being cool, just being like, like, yeah. Did you think like, you're like, oh, I'm going to get so much attention. Well, she was special because she was was the only girl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing, I'm, I'm trying to fly with us. Get all therapist on you trying to figure out like. Do you just want to feel special? You wanted to feel special? (laughs) I didn't want to grow up. A girl among boys? There's probably something with that. You're getting there, slowly but surely. (laughs) Out of the 50 states, Ohio is in the top three states where we're most likely to be lonely. Oh, no. And look at us. Two lonely single. Seven days from Valentine's Day. (laughs) This is depressing. You know, I've only ever celebrated Valentine's Day one time. Really? Uh, I told you the story. Remember, she... All the Hershey a- kisses and the notes, kisses and the notes, and oh, and she, what did she say? She likes how you look in your headphones. She's like, I love it, love the way you look when you wear your headphones. <laughs> she was one of one of the many promotions girls that you dated, right? Whoa, well, the it's wording true. on that is it's not true. great. It's it's let me count. It's one, two, two. Oh, I was gonna. Say, what's he say? Let me count. That's usually bad. Wait, no. Yeah, three. See, <laughs> see what I mean? It's. Uh, so do you get lonely much? Are you a lonely person? Yeah. I think that's why I stay oh. so busy. Well, I think I'm, I'm lonely when I'm not busy, but that mm. is why I continuously make plans and I go out. Oh. It prevents me from feeling that oh, way. Oh, you don't want to think about being lonely. <laughs> yeah. So well, that was yeah. my question. What do you do when you're lonely? Do you have a lonely activity? Um, I don't know if I have an activity, but if I am starting to feel the loneliness consume me, mm. I usually try to make my apartment feel like there are other people in it besides just me. So I, for me, that is turning on all the lights, all what? the lights. I will turn on what <laughs> the lights of every room in my apartment. It's a tiny little I already place. don't like this story okay? from an and energy standpoint. And then I'll standpoint. turn on the TV. It doesn't mean I'm watching the TV, but that creates noise. Uh-huh. The lights make it feel like there are other people in other rooms. And uh, <laughs> then that's, that's really it. Just try to create as if I lived with someone. So other than, so I do that, except I don't turn all the lights on. Like I, I can't, my efficiency dark. won't yeah. allow me to do okay. it, but it is not ever quiet at my place, which is probably a defense mechanism against it too. Yeah. 
Because I always have podcasts going or the TV. You? It's when you live quiet. alone, it yeah. is a weird feeling, especially both of us. We grew up in big families. Yeah. And there was constant chaos. At all times, there was noise and chaos. There was no such thing as silence. Even in the middle of the night, you're going to hear someone creaking down the steps or mm-hmm. something. So to go from that my entire life and then in my adult life living alone, it is weird to experience complete silence. You know, I do have a little bit of concern, though. If I, if I do end up getting into a relationship, which I want to, I have to go into it knowing that it's going to be an adjustment for me that... It, I have to start sharing my life with somebody else, you know, if it gets that far down the road. And well, be you like, like being lonely. I do. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> that's just because I continue to be. Uh, okay. No, it's just, I, I'm afraid I'm a little set in my ways, is oh, all I'm you saying. Just, okay. You got used to You would agree with that. <laughs> like, well, I am it's been a long time. time. You're like, well, <laughs> go around the, the bend of 40. Might as well start to enjoy this. This your Loneliness. power bill, I don't, I can't handle this. this I just, live in a tiny apartment. This uh, is not, I, this is not a mansion. You would do it if you lived in a house to admit it. I would. Mm, I don't care. See? Garth is 62 today. Happy birthday. Have I told you the story in full about the time I met Garth Brooks when he came to Cincinnati, I think in 2017. And at the time it was U.S. Bank Arena. Yeah. And I went full Garth and completely dressed up as Garth. I've seen the pictures. It was the Black Wranglers. I had a Garth Brooks Mobetta shirt. Mobetta is the brand. So back in the day in all of his photos, you know, he had like the striped shirts and the flames yeah. and the, <laughs> yeah. So my friend Monta, a girl, had a Garth Brooks flame standing outside the fire t-shirt from when she was in middle school or something. Okay. Or like 10 years like old. Like a really, like an old vintage type. Garth like 1993. Brooks. Okay, perfect. So this was for like a 10 year old girl, I yeah. guess. And she's like, you can try this on if you want. And I did. And it fit somehow. So I wore that shirt with a safety pin holding the collar together because I was, you know, it was I was a little big, I guess. And then I had the cowboy hat and everything. So with her, though, we went to this concert. I'm dressed up as Garth. She knows Garth's people, my friend yeah. Monta. So all of a sudden, she's like, we have to go back. We're going to go back and meet Garth right now. I'm like, whoa, I was not prepared for this instance. Of me dressed as Garth Brooks, meeting Garth Brooks. So you didn't do this on purpose? I dressed? No, not, I don't think I did. Like you didn't do it to, for Garth. You did it because you were going to the concert, not because you knew yes. you were going to meet him. Yes. Oh, that's funny. So I'm dressed all day <laughs> you, as like, Garth. embarrassed? Like, oh Yeah, God. I'm walking back I'm and I'm like, guy. what's he going to say when he sees me? Is he going to care? Is he going to be like, whoa, nice shirt? And we walk into this little room backstage and there's maybe four more people. No, it's just the two of us. It's me and Monta, and then Garth and Trisha walk in, like, in five minutes, they walk in. And so there's four total people in this room. Yeah. And Garth is, you know, kneeling down on the floor. He's just chilling. There was no open chairs or something. And he was in there for, like, ten minutes just chatting with us about whatever we wanted. Yeah. You know, like, what's been going on? And, you know, Trisha was super cool. Uh, he never said anything about what I was wearing. The outfit? <laughs> Not <laughs> once. The only thing he did what? is when we took a photo... He pointed at me and raised his eyebrow like, this guy. Why didn't you bring it up? I because feel like it's an elephant in the room. I didn't think I needed to. I was. It was very clear what I was doing. I was dressed <laughs> as Garth Brooks. Trisha, <laughs> Trisha Yearwood goes, I like the way you're dressed. Like, that was the most <laughs> that came out of that. So then, get this. So this is oh, meet and no. greet Garth Brooks, Cincinnati, five, six years ago. So we walk out. We're done with the meet and greet. And then somehow... Through work, I found out 
I was going to the official radio meet and greet with some oh, listeners. Yeah. And it was like 30 minutes later, and I got walked backstage again, dressed as Garth. And I walk in this room, and then Trisha and Garth walk in five minutes later, and he, Garth, still didn't say anything about what I was wearing. I'm like, he has seen it all clearly. Yeah, he doesn't. Or when you walked out of the room, they're like, look at this guy. Look at these guys. He thought I was going to say something. (laughs) He is the nicest guy, though. And he looks really good for 62 as well. Yeah, he does. I, yeah. So he does. He looks great. So, in honor Um, of Garth and the standing outside the fire t shirt I wore, I'll post this photo, by the way. Yeah. I'll post it up on our Facebook and our Instagram at Jesse Anna B105. There's a local family out of Fairfield. And uh, recently, they've been looking for their porch goose. You know those little porcelain geese yeah. that sit on people's porches? People dress up. <laughs> they dress them up in bonnets and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so one of those went missing. And uh, it was very special to them. So here's the story. Their teenage daughter threw a house party while they were out of town. Things got out of hand. All the teenagers went crazy. Actually ended up like destroying a lot of things in the home. But one of the things that some of the kids did is they stole the porch goose. When the parents get home from being out of town, they realize, oh my gosh, this party destroyed so many things and our goose is missing. And it was very special to the mother. Um, It was a gift from a friend many years ago and it was special to her. So she's like, we got to find our goose named Betty. So the search begins for Betty and they realize that teenagers, teenagers were actually holding this goose hostage. They were making TikTok videos Mm. With the goose and like taunting this family, like we have the goose, we have Betty, the goose, and like the family, like a ransom thing. Yes, they were holding the goose for ransom, and the family, like the mom, is actually really upset about this, and so much so the story got out that a Facebook page was even created, "Bring Back Betty the Porch Goose," and it had over two thousand followers. Some people even from other countries, Ireland and Australia all rallying together to bring back Betty. Some people came forward and were offering money as a reward. Oh, yeah. If they could get Betty the Goose back. Luckily, this past week, actually yesterday, I think, uh, the family was able to track down Betty uh, and pick her up. Someone contacted her about the goose and she was able to pick it up. A rat. (laughs) This is the, I read this article and the entire time my, I kept going, no way, no way. And then it just goes on and on. I'm like, this is the wildest situation betty the porch goose i'm so glad that betty's been reunited and there's a special meaning for that family i had a uh, porcelain statue of a uh i think it was a saint show up on my front porch one time and it stayed there for like two years really it showed up yeah what uh, saint was it well i don't know you oh. know the saints better well, than i do <laughs> I, don't um, I don't remember I, I, I have no idea but it was a saint and it was a female and uh, okay. it was on my front porch for a long time. And turns out I knew some friends that were, it was kind of a running joke and they would simply place it on people's porches and not tell them. Yeah. And then until the person got tired of it and then they'd put it on somebody else's porch. And I don't remember what I ended up doing with it. Uh, but I remember I got rid of it and my neighbor's like, oh, we liked your statue. <laughs> like it was a joke. So did you, you should have put it on someone else's porch. Did I you? think maybe I did. This has been like 15 yeah. years. Okay. But, but yeah, I just sat there and I'm like, I would never put that on my front porch. <laughs> just a just a concrete statue of a saint. A lawn ornament or something. That's pretty much what it looked like. Yeah. So apparently Jesse thinks that the gym is like a fashion show or something where you're supposed to wear your best clothing. Well and this is new information. I think I think I I, I think I think. <laughs> 
that I just think about it more than some people that go to the gym. Yeah. You think about it more than I do. This blew my mind. Earlier, Jesse and I were having a conversation because we both go to the same gym. And so we know all the same people that work out there. And Jesse was like, do you ever notice that one person kind of wears like the same outfit every single day? I was like, oh, yeah, you're, you're right. And he said, yeah, I feel like I try to switch it up. <laughs> I I'm do. Like, I'll stop you right there. I look like... A, I look like trash. You look like you're wearing your sleep gym. clothes. And I, when you roll in, it's like, did you sleep in that? Uh, I didn't. I do put on a fresh outfit um, for freshness purposes. Mm. But no, I don't look cute. I can tell you that. My leggings, I usually like my leggings. They're kind of cute. I got them from uh, like a Fabletics workout kind of yeah. a deal. But the top half of me is whatever free t-shirt someone Ever. handed out to me at whatever point in time. Uh, and that's what I've always worn to the gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my hair is always looking crazy. I would never want to run into someone with the hairdos that I that I wear to the gym. I just... I'm not wearing makeup. You don't really wear gym clothes. Your pants are, but you wear cotton t-shirts, which throws me off a little bit because I sweat at the... I don't sweat a ton, but if I wear a cotton t-shirt, it becomes very uncomfortable because... It doesn't, the shirt can't breathe or whatever like that. So I have to wear like a gym shirt. Gym shirts prevent like the sweaty, like your shirt getting all like wet. That's what gym shirts do. Yeah. Cotton is very breathable. That is why it gets wet. It's, it's, cotton is like the most breathable Uh, material. Well, let me, let me, let me rephrase. What I don't want is my shirt to be wet. So that's why I don't wear cotton. So, but no, I, I rotate things. The only thing that really doesn't change for me are my shoes, which are the brightest neon green. Um, it's, you know, that's, that's my shoes, but I, I do switch it up. So when I see other people that wear the same thing every time, I'm like, aren't you getting bored with what you're doing there? Which is funny for me to say because I like it to is. do a lot of the same things over and over. You do. So when I, I used to go to um, another gym and I would always notice when I'd walk in, I'm like, Look at, why are these people dressed up? They look so good right now at the gym. And there's nothing against that. It's just confusing to me because I know why I'm going to the gym. I am, when I leave, especially with the personal trainer that we have now, I am dripping in sweat. My face is the color of a tomato. It is pretty red. I I get so red and sweaty and nasty. I'm not there to look well, I'm there to look good later on. I'm not there to look good in the moment. You know I why I do it? it? Is because I feel like it inspires me to try harder if I go in there. You know, like clothing can make you more confident. So yeah, gym I clothing, I didn't used to dress like some of this stuff, but I dated a girl that was big into fitness and she gave me some ideas for some shirts. And I was like, oh, I do feel like I look better wearing that. And it makes me, you know, if it makes me look more in shape, then it inspires me to work out harder. Is that, that what it is? Yeah, it's just... You know, everything else I wear, if it's not gym clothing, it usually is pretty loose fitting or it just makes me feel sloppy. I don't want to feel sloppy when I go to the gym. And I see that doesn't seem to bother you. Well, no, this is, you're bringing up a good point. So when you show up to the gym, you're like, wow, I look good. I look like I'm there to work out. And you're like, wow, I I only wear those clothes for the most part to the gym. When I get to the gym, I also inspire myself to work out harder but not because I look good, because I look like trash. And that is where, didn't I say one time I like borderline mentally abuse myself to get amped up for the gym? Yeah, you did. So I'm looking, there are mirrors everywhere in this gym. So I'm looking in the mirror like, look at you, you sack of potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) You better pump that weight, go. 
And you're well, sitting I can't there like, you. ooh, I look so good. Yeah, let I, me lift this way. I don't think that, but I can't, I cannot help you with your self-destructive speech to yourself. Well, that, I think you're changing my mind. Like maybe I'm taking a negative approach to this and I should try to wear nice, I should try to dress up for the gym. And Start then with a shirt. Maybe I would be like, oh, you look kind of cute. Yeah, okay, because girl. you're always saying like these other girls yeah. in the gym, like, oh, that girl's fit. And, and some of these people, I'm not naming any names, but there's some people that to me look a lot like you body size, yeah. but they're just wearing gym clothes that, that make make them look, it's more fitting because it's gym clothes. Yeah. <gasps> I've told Jesse this. I'm like, the girls we work out with are so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like wearing my old free cotton you know t-shirt worst, from you know, you know the worst part about this? This whole conversation is going to lead you to spend more money. I know. Now I need an entire gym wardrobe. I, I have I have done something terrible. I think here. you've changed my mind. Oh man! Wow. Oops. This is uh, eye opening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> About to open that bank account up. Yeah. Landline phones will be phased out here in the U.S. This is crazy. Uh, in the coming years, they're saying maybe by like 2030, only about five percent of landline phones will remain. And the reason is that a lot of phone companies are switching to a new infrastructure and it doesn't support a, a typical landline phone. So what this sounds like to me is if people are still going to have business phones, right? It's just not going to be the old underground wire. I think that there will be, my thought process is that there's always a way to replace things. I don't know. But when I read through this article, there are several businesses who are a little bit concerned about this because of that. They were concerned that they're they're going to have to get rid of their business landline phones because it they're not going to be able to use it anymore. And so they're like, what are we going to do? But I would assume in the future, wouldn't you think a business could just have a cell phone that you keep at the yeah. store and it's the same thing? Yeah, it's I... Just- Right? What this sounds like to me is like the under the hood stuff. Like the phone, the office phone is still going to work, but it's going to be like Ethernet powered. You know what I mean? It's not a landline. So there's or the maybe difference. something like that is going to happen. Um, I don't know. I'll yeah. tell you one thing that's gone away, though. Things that have gone extinct. Um, at least I haven't seen it in a long time. When's the last time you saw a physical answering machine? What do you mean? Do you know what it? Oh, boy. Do you know what an answering machine is? Yeah. Okay. But When's the last time you've seen one in use or you call the phone number and you get like an answering message? Hey, it's Jesse. Thanks for, you know, I'm oh, talking like Jess, the actual you box. You said seen, oh, like the box? Like what a house An phone? answering machine. It's a mach- It's a box. It's a f- separate thing. I don't know if I know what you're talking about. Oh, boy. Like See, what, this what house? I was concerned about. Like what your house phone oh, sits he, on? Well, okay. It's, sep- okay. it's separate from the house phone? Yes, separate. So, <laughs> so okay, here we go. Story this time. Is my so, mind. the year was 1990, right? You call somebody's yeah. house. It rings and rings and rings. If they have an answering machine, it's like a voicemail. It picks up. And in, in, back in the day, it was like literal cassettes. But then it would turn into like a little digital answering machines. And if they didn't have that device, the phone line went through the answering machine and the phone. If they didn't have that, the phone would just keep ringing. There would be no pickup. It would, nothing would ever answer. You really? D- this is blowing my this mind. This is blowing my mind that I don't know this. Yeah. As far as and I see it remember, extinct. our phones always had an answering machine. Uh-uh. No, it would ring and ring and ring. What? And then you would get so annoyed with people's <laughs> houses. You would go like, geez, I can't even leave a message. I have to keep calling you until you pick up. 
That would get really I thought old. that's just what happened if uh, the phone was busy. Or no, then Mm-mm. you get the busy tone. No, there was a period of time you couldn't leave a message. What? Yeah. Wow. And then people would like leave super cutesy voicemail greetings on their answering machines. Like people do that on voicemails, but like on yeah. your phone. But no, this was like a thing. People- My family one time tried to record where we did all of our names. Like, hi, you've reached the Marie mm. household. Ron, Becky, Mary, and like we tried. You know the worst part is you couldn't skip it back in the day. You had to listen to, to the, the entire. Thing, I know. Like, get to the point. But we, I got a message funny. to leave. It's still <laughs> better than people that didn't have an answering machine at all. Yeah, this is so wow. <laughs> so I guess I, it really is extinct. So, other things that have gone extinct. Do you have anything that comes to mind? Five one three seven four nine B one zero five. Smoking inside of businesses. I mean, it, I know, remember that offices that went away. Yeah. 513-749-B105. What's going on? I want to know how old Anna is. I was like, I don't think these phone, I think these phone calls are about my revelation. I'm 29. I'm almost 30, actually. I was going to say, because I'm 26 and I have no idea what Jesse's talking about. Oh, Oh, thank God. Girl, this is, um, so someone right before you called and said, do you know what a rotary phone is? And I'm like, yes. I've actually used a rotary phone, but... I've never used one. Okay. But I know what it is. Yeah, but this answering machine box, like, was this a short (laughs) period of time? Just a couple decades. Have you Googled... I have no idea what that is. Google answering machine. 90s. No, I'm I'm I'm, talking to you, Anna. I've Googled it. I'm looking at it right now, girl. I've never... I don't know what this thing is. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) File this under. I now feel real old. Yeah. Hey, thanks for calling. (laughs) And they still sell them. It's they sell an answering machine. Now there's no cassette or anything, but this they sell at Walmart for fifteen bucks. What? What? My entire life, the we had an answering machine, but it was attached to the house phone. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? It was one box, and it held the phone, and it was the answering machine. Does it's that- sort of the same thing, but no, yes. this is separate. Yeah, I've this never is separate. heard of a separate this, Yeah, thing. you purchased the answering machine. I think at one point, then they included them in the phones. Was my family wealthy? No, uh, I'm just kidding. I don't know <laughs> what's going on. I, <laughs> I didn't right. know this. This People have questions for you. What's going on? I grew up with a party line. Oh, yeah. What's, and it was no party, let I've me tell you. I've heard of that, but what it, can you refresh me? You shared a line. It was the same line, but you shared it with another house. So, like you would get on, you could hear sometimes, like, the other line would get on. When you were talking, you could tell they were listening to your conversation. Yes. Anna, do you remember the vibe when you, like, you were on the phone back in the day and you'd hear one of your brothers or sisters or one of your parents pick the other phone up? No, I know exactly. I used to Uh spy on their conversations. We had two, we had a basement house phone and an upstairs house phone, but they were, like, the same thing and... I did that all the time. But a party line would be like your neighbor doing it. Yeah, that'd be awful. Well, we had a button where you could mute yourself so you could mute yourself so they wouldn't hear your breathing. Yeah, but they still can hear you pick up. (laughs) You sneaky kids. Well, we had a rotary phone, so you couldn't Uh, mute anything. Oh, yikes. All right. Hey, thanks for calling. All right, what about you? What what do you think is something that has gone extinct? Phone booth. Yeah, have you ever used a phone booth, Anna? Uh, not me, but I've, you, my mom, I can remember. <laughs> I've heard stories from the, well, from I, the older generation. I can remember being with her using pay phones. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But gotcha. I've not personally ever used one. No. Once, uh, by the time I was old enough for that, they did not really have them. Yeah. They become extinct. When I was a kid, I had a quarter in my pocket at all times to use one. 
<laughs> I still carry a quarter, but it's for shopping carts at all. At all, dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. Whoa. This well, is wild. You know what that is. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? I know this because we have a friend who still has only a landline and an answering machine. And what went away was screening your calls. Remember, you could let it go to the answering machine and then decide whether you wanted to pick it up or not. Oh. Uh, although, I got to tell you, that came back with the iPhone. Because if somebody leaves me a voicemail on my iPhone now, it literally transcribes what they're saying as they're leaving it. And Does I can it? choose to pick the phone up. Yeah, it's in the last really? month or so. Yeah, I know. Oh. It's nice. I probably need to update my phone. Um, yeah, or I'm just not getting a lot Android, of voicemails. They don't do that. But yeah, he... He's going to have to get a cell phone now because he has no cell phone. I still have, like, the holes in the wall for, like, the landline wires. Yeah, you know, my, um, a lot of apartment complexes, like older ones, like yeah. the one I'm living in, uh, it still has a place where you would hook up a, a house phone. Yeah, because for a while <laughs> so we weird. would, because um, for a while we would continue to use those jacks for, like, internet and stuff. Yeah. Um, for, like, DSL and everything. Yeah. But uh, now they're just eyesores. We really well, are. Times are changing. <laughs> Jesse and Anna's emotion of the day. Today, my emotion is shame. I'm feeling a little shame, Anna. Why because is that? you and I, I told you, my dog Jackson made a mess on the carpet in my bedroom before I went down to Tennessee over the weekend. He went to the bathroom. Yeah. And it, it had already soaked into the carpet by the time I got home. And I was like... My whole goal was to get home, pick him up, take him to daycare, and hit the road. I didn't have 30 minutes to kill to clean it up. The carpet's already 17 years old. Okay, the excuse is just, you it, left it over the weekend uh, and didn't clean it up. Set, so it's going to get pulled out at some point. Whatever. It didn't really smell. You left it, it over the so weekend. I cleaned it up as soon as I got home. My buddy Brian is on the phone, a good friend of mine, Brian. He sends me a text earlier. He goes, I got to tell you, I have to go with Anna on this situation. I think it's just disgusting. I would worry about the smell getting into my sheets, my clothes, and then coming home to that after being there for so long would make me want to throw up. Hello, Brian. Hey. <laughs> Brian, yeah. do you not at all understand my situation that, like, I don't care at all about this carpet and that I think, in my mind, if I pull that carpet out, it's like that little situation never happened. It's just totally surprising because I know you, I know that you're, you're a clean freak. You, you know, sanitize all the time and to leave uh dog stuff all, all over the yeah. weekend. It's just nasty. Well, and I, yeah. I just think about like coming back from the trip and worrying about it, saturating my clothes, my sheets. It doesn't work oh, like that. Smell. It doesn't jump from the carpet into the yes, sheets. Yes, it does, no, Jesse. Smells linger on things. Brian, I'm with you. And Brian, let me just jump in here. Wouldn't you find it a bit alarming that Jesse claims there was no smell? I mean, I believe him, but only because sometimes you get used to smells, even if they're nasty. That's the problem. Like you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this was a new smell. You get How used to the smell of your house. Exactly. If you couldn't smell it, does that mean you were used to it? And why were you used to it? I don't know. Like, well, anyway, I cleaned it up. And, um, and I think part of the other problem is, for those that don't, Anna doesn't currently have a dog. Brian, I don't remember if you guys have a dog. But I'm so used to him making messes that I normally do clean it up right away. But this one pushed me over the edge and I'm like, I don't have time for this. So I just left. 
And uh, it's cleaned up now. There's no sign of it, and there's no smell. Brian, do any of these excuses work for you? Well, uh, mm. no, not really. Okay. <laughs> Can we still be friends? Uh, for me, I, I would still see that there, I know where that spot is where mm. he went. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, we're definitely still friends. Okay. You, got a lot of, you got a lot of quirks, but uh, that oh. doesn't mean we're not friends. Okay. Yeah. Well, Brian, Brian's seen all the quirks over the years, so I guess if it wasn't yeah. going to work, it would have failed years ago. Yeah. So, all right. Okay, well, Brian. Well. So, anyways, you are ashamed that even I your am ashamed. I, I, I don't like my friends not supporting me. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and most things I support you. Like I've got your back most of the time, but this that. just really threw me off. Okay. Well. Mark one in the win column for Anna, I guess. Yeah, uh, and you know what? I, I know we got to get out of here, so I'll just make my emotion quick. Mm. My emotion is uh, one of victory. Looks like I won this argument, and that's really all I have to say about that. So you're happy? Happy. Okay. Victorious. Well, why don't you and Brian be friends then? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. We'll see you tomorrow. See ya. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.